Welcome to the One Love, One Faith podcast, where we use the love of Christ and faith in His Word to navigate Christian living in the 21st century. Remember to follow us on social media at One Love underscore One Faith. Hello, everyone. Hey out there. I'm Arinthia. And I'm Camille. And you're listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. You dig. <laughs> We're glad that you're back. We love as you, always. One Love Nation. Yeah. As yeah. always, as always, we're happy that you are back uh, to listen to another episode. Friend, what episode are we on? This 41? Is 41. Hmm. I'm not even going to hype us up again, but like I say, we doing the work. Don't play with us. Stop sleeping on us. And guys, this one was a little bit, like just a little bit more work. Okay. Yes. Because as you know, um, you know, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's happened a couple weeks ago now, but Hurricane Ida, you know, mm-hmm. she had a few surprises in store for us, and we had a few difficulties uh, recording, but we're here because right. we love it, and we love you, and, you know, we're here for you. So you might notice a few differences. There might be some sound quality differences, but we're here. Bay, let the Lord use us. <laughs> <laughs> we're improvising, guys. We're improvising because, like we said, we love the podcast. We love our little ministry and we are hoping that um you guys are seeing the dedication and that you guys you know love and continue to appreciate the content um and just the fact that we are constantly just you know spreading the word and hopefully you guys are spreading the word with others as uh through the podcast so we love that you guys are here once more um and be with us please (laughs) yes yes (laughs) Okay. Okay, so today's topic Mm. is about you mad or (laughs) not? You mad or not? Right. (laughs) It's about anger, right? Yes. Absolutely. Managing our anger. So before we get into it, get to know you question, friend. Mm. Um, how are you? Tell us how you are when you're angry and <laughs> what calms you down. I think, well, Camille knows this question, know this answer, but for you guys, I'm going to let y'all know. For me, when I get extremely angry, I have to just not speak, just remain silent. Like, that's how I process things. I just, just shut my mouth. <laughs> I really just do that. Um, a lot of people think that I am being passive aggressive in in that sense when I don't respond, but I really am. Tr- I really like I know who I am. Like when I am angry, and so the best thing for me to do at that moment is to just chill a little bit, cool off, and then go back to you know doing what I'm doing. Now for coping, I have several different ways. I could either just sit there, lay down, go sleep, because sometimes, you know, <laughs> you know, or I will listen to music or maybe go for a walk. But my main thing is probably just sit, maybe 
isolate myself for a little bit and just think, okay, how did I contribute to this? Yeah. And right. Stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. What about you, friend? What about you? So, I mean, it's pretty much about the same answer. I, um, mm. If I'm really angry, I'm probably not going to talk that much. And um, in order to calm down, I'm... I, ha- I I do relaxing things. I listen to music. Um, sleeping is always a good option. <laughs> you sleep? Anyway. Anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I do sleep, y'all. So yeah, you know, if you're stressed or angry about something, I'll probably just I'll probably just be like, you know what? I need to sleep this out. <laughs> so um, I sleep, or you know, go pray and read. Or listen to music, yeah. So, yeah, if I'm angry, I, I probably just kind of go kind of silent so I can process everything and talk myself through it in my mind. <laughs> you know what's funny? When you are angry and you're praying, it hits different. Like, you're like, Lord, I'm trying not to go to jail. But <laughs> these people are trying me. <laughs> yeah, you're just praying for peace. Peace about right. it. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So... It hits different, honestly. It does. Right. So, friend, let's get into the let's get into the topic, shall we? Yes, we shall. Mm-hmm. So, anger. We wanted to do something um, a little quick today, you know, um, mm-hmm. something quick but practical and everyday. And it sounds, uh, I know it sounds elementary or basic on the surface, but as Christians, we need to understand that. The way we deal with the emotion of anger is really important because how the world sees us deal with that emotion is is important to how they view us as Christians and how they look at Christianity and how we are portraying Christ and his love. So the way that we handle things that are upsetting or anger, it's it's really important. Absolutely. I agree. Um, It it. And we're going to see how scripture ties into that, um, what Camille just said, but it truly can affect ministry and, and bringing people to Christ. I have seen, even today, I've heard people talk about, you know, the actions of Christians and how they respond and how they deal with um, certain things. And it, it really breaks my heart sometimes when we are viewed in a negative light. And so when it comes to this, especially this, we want to make sure that we're not necessarily on P's and Q's for other people, but more so, like I said, the scripture is going to show us that, you know, it is a, it is a, a way to show righteousness and that anger, when, it, when, you, when you're angry, it takes away from that. So later on, we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but I think that it's very important that we understand and know that anger is something that we really and truly need to pay attention to and not just like sweep it under the rug. Right. Exactly. So we'll start real basic. What is anger? So, you know, the dictionary definition is a strong feeling of annoyance or displeasure or hostility. Okay. And the American Psychological Association says that Anger is an emotion characterized by antagonism towards someone or something that you feel has deliberately done you wrong. Mm. So what's really wrong with anger, though? You know, like we're not saying that anger is to be avoided. What we're saying is 
the way that we express our anger and the way that we control it, or rather don't control it, that's that's the, where the problem comes from. Absolutely. And there's also physical effects and physiological effects to not handling anger well. So mm-hmm. not only does it decrease your ability to think straight, but it harms your physical and mental health. And so the American Psychological Association also says that there's research that shows that anger and hostility can increase someone's chance of developing coronary heart disease. Amen. And if you already have heart disease, it can just make it worse. But they also said they see um, data shows that it also leads to stress-related problems like insomnia, digestive problems, and headaches. So not dealing with anger well can actually present itself, manifest itself in physical illness. Right. So I am so, so funny because I am literally working on uh, uh, this is a goal for one of my clients dealing with anger. And so the first thing I actually educated um, her on was the fact that it is actually something that's natural. It is not abnormal to be angry. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it is how we respond to it. There are there are healthy and unhealthy way that we respond to anger and I think we have to also teach our children this because you know there's so many misconceptions when it comes to this one particular topic um so yeah the dsm-5 which is like so let's get into like a um how do you say like a clinical aspect of anger right Mm -hmm. so as as mental health therapists, we use this guide or they, this is a holy grail for diagnosing health and mental health um, related issues or well, mental health issues, uh-huh. um, which is the DSM-5, right? So it basically has like um, criteria that one has to meet before they are or a clinician is able to like um, diagnose a client with either, you know, uh, ADHD, oppositional defiant, whatever it is, yeah, schizophrenia, bipolar, it is what it is, right? So some, some, so that's what the DFM, DFM five does. But however, when it comes to anger, there's no necess- there's no diagnosis for anger, right? However, the um, the World Health Organization um, has like similar um, diagnoses that they, you know, group in with anger, um, which is like um, they have the explosive disorder and the oppositional defiant disorder. Mm-hmm. However, they have to have 30, 32 episodes of anger, aggression. So they have to meet a certain criteria. Um, and it is said that most people who have anger issues are oftentimes diagnosed or misdiagnosed. So if you are mm-hmm. unable to control your anger in a way that con- or it consumes you, you might need to, you know, seek professional help. Right. You know. Right. Okay. Exactly. So I guess we can stay right there and just be real practical about it. So Mm -hmm. what to do with the anger? First of all, we've got to understand the anger, okay? Acknowledge what's creating that feeling in you, what's making you feel that emotion. And then you can get into controlling it. So it's really important to identify the warning signs that you are feeling angered, that you're feeling annoyed, because at that moment is when 
whenever possible, if possible, you, it's important to step away from, from that source, from that situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And I think controlling it is so important because the Bible says that we have to bring things into captivity, bring our thoughts mm-hmm. into, into obedience, you know, into the obedience right. of Christ. And so that's in second Corinthians 10, five. So we have to get that emotion. We have to identify it and know when it's coming on because we need to make it captive or control it. So right. controlling it is very important. And so let me just, just touch on this briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talk about warning signs, we're talking about the little things that your body tells us that, yo, something is about to pop off. Right. So like for some people, for me, mm-hmm. when I'm about to get like extremely mad, my heart start pumping like 650 miles per hour. Like, like right. I'm telling you, I am about to go off. And so my body tells me like, yo, you probably need to move, get out of the environment, move. Right. Right. And so we have to listen to our bodies and know our bodies. What are the triggers? Okay. When someone yells at me, that makes me tight. That gives me mad tight. And so I have to be like, I, you about to shout. I'm dipping because I don't want to have to disrespect you. or I don't want to have to go into a screaming battle with you. Mm-hmm. And so know these things and pay attention to it. Don't just be like, Ooh, we about to get it. No. <laughs> Right. Right. So pay attention to the warning signs. I'm happy that you said that. Right. And another another physical thing you can feel in your body sometimes is shallow breathing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's why there's also steps to take to calm yourself down. And one of those is to relax and to focus your breathing, to do deep and slow intentional breaths, breaths instead of you know, instead of feeling that shallow, something's about mm-hmm. to happen, breathing. So focus your breathing. You can also use imagery or visualize something relaxing. You can also use a um, what's called a progressive muscle exercise where you focus on mu- one muscle group at a time and just kind of mm-hmm. relax each muscle, you know, start at the head and move down, just relax physically your body because there is a physiological response when you are angry all right and so also too guys if you want to learn more about these different coping skills like that camille mentioned i mean there are ten thousand different ones reading books riding your bike um talking to someone writing a journal having a journal that you write um about exactly. and even if it's something that re- especially journal i 100 percent believe in journaling um if you have to write it and just write out your emotions write exactly how you feel and then tear it up throw it away hey do what works for you but there's so many different things that we could do and there are so many resources online that you could go research look at it and see how how it is done properly because there are techniques that we could do. You have counting. And I know that sounds very childish, but I promise you it works. I promise you it works. Mm-hmm. Breathing, I cannot tell you how effective that is. Right. It so learn to master. The moment. Right. Exactly. You can also use the energy in a different way, which is why getting physical, getting active 
putting the energy and of the anger into a different task mm-hmm. um, can always work. So having regular physical exercise, that's also a way just be active. And then of course, improving your communication. So in those moments of anger, we go so fast and that's why our physio- physiological response is fast. Our heartbeat goes fast. And so everything is about slowing down. So make sure you're stopping Make sure you're listening. Um, it could be something, it should, It could be in an interaction that's making you upset, um, an exchange, a discussion. So in that moment, make sure you're stopping and make sure you're listening and not just blinded by your anger. Talking. Right, yeah. right. Um, when you're communicating how you feel, beware of using words like always and you never do this and, you know, mm-hmm. don't talk in absolutes. The blame game. Right, yeah. or don't talk in absolutes because it's, likely not true. You are exaggerating. Just be logical. So sometimes we have to improve our communication in those moments of anger. And that takes um, intent. It has to be intentional and it takes practice. And then you mentioned before, friend, that sometimes you need professional help. And so sometimes um, there's anger management courses. The goal of anger management is to reduce the physiological arousal that anger causes and to be in control of those emotional feelings. And then of course, seeking a counselor. So if you feel that your anger is out of control, meaning that it is having an impact on the relationships in your life, important parts of your life, then you could consider counseling in order to learn how to handle it better. So a licensed mental health professional, a psychologist, they can work with you. They can teach you techniques on how to change your thinking and your behavior and your response to anger. Remember, feeling that emotion is inevitable. It's going to happen in life. But dealing with it, if you need assistance, then anger management or counseling, you can seek help. Right. Let's talk about the taboo when it comes to like seeking professional help. We've always talked about this, especially um, in the African-American community. And I would like to tell you guys like, hey, when it comes to it's not just like, oh, talking to somebody about your anger issues or your problems. It is legit trying to find help is someone helping you to connect the different dots okay you said you're angry why um well you know i've been like this since i was a child okay let's talk about that because it sounds like you're dealing with trauma and then it it helps you guys to connect on a deeper level or help you guys to identify what are some of the issues that may have contributed to this and it it may not, it may be something that is deeper underneath the surface that you might not even address um or that you didn't even think about that they could help you to uproot. Um, here I'm talking about they, like I'm not a part of the, <laughs> anyways. But, you know, it, it, we, we help you guys to dig deeper and to connect. Okay, why are you angry? Why do you feel this way? How do you think this is contributing to it? Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, oh, talking about, oh, um, Sister Brown ate the last piece of pecan pie and I was just upset about it. Okay. We get that, okay? But there, I feel like when it comes to anger, it is rooted in something bigger and deeper. And even when it comes to, like, talking to your pastor, it could be a spiritual issue as well. We need to be more intentional about dealing with these issues. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's, like you said, it's not just about talking about your trauma or your past, which obviously can be helpful, but it's also it can also just be helping you 
connect to resources yeah. or techniques if that's simply what you need. And it never, right. it doesn't, it's not always an ongoing thing. It can be a few, a few sessions or a one-off because you need um, some counsel. Right. But of course, the best counsel, of course, is us consulting our manual. So what does okay. the Bible say about anger? And is, okay. is there a way, are there ways that we can handle it from a spiritual perspective? Right, friend? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to dig into some scripture. And I ain't going to tell you no lies. <laughs> the Bible sometimes is savage. <laughs> I'm not want to tell you no lies like it legit puts us in our place like it will tell you girl you is the way you acted you acted mad foolish <laughs> calm down <laughs> right so let's jump into psalm 37 verse 8 it says stop being angry turn from your rage do not lose your temper it only leads to harm some version says it only leads to evil, the evil, mm. and bro. Exactly. Is that accurate or not? Right. It says, "Do not lose your temper." So, in that moment of anger, don't lose Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Always remain Absolutely. in control of it because if when you don't, <laughs> evil and harm occurs. Right. Right. And I we're going to dig deeper in how you are perceived. When you get angry, when you're not angry. let's not talk about just how Christians are perceived. You already know how people see us already, right. so let's not even talk about that. But right. but I cannot I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people tell me, or even my clients tell me, "Oh, I regret the way I handled this." Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And so behind anger is a lot of different emotions that come with it, right? After you get your little fix of whatever it is or however you feel. There's often time regret because you have you have either tainted a relationship, you have either broken someone's heart, or you have either created some form of friction that cannot be, you know, I guess rectified or repaired. You know, mm -hmm. re repaired or you know, there's some form of reconciliation that could happen. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. Exactly. So we have to make sure that we are not just like out here just, you know, going off. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, our model is Jesus, so our model is him. And I know that in the Bible, we can see the times that he is recorded as being angry or experiencing that. But he always had this righteous anger, right? It was always mm -hmm. for a cause. He felt empathy or he saw people um, disrespecting God's house. Remember the, you know, when he flips over the table Girl. Of, of money changers in the temple. Right. Or when people are being legalistic instead of seeing, you know, people for who they are and caring for people or when he saw hypocrisy. So it was always this right. righteous type of anger. So we do see that Jesus, Jesus felt this emotion. Um, right. And in Psalm 86, 15, we see that God is described, God the Father is described as being slow to anger. And so mm. I think all of us, we have the model of Jesus. God is slow to anger. We should all strive to follow those examples. Bless the Lord. I'm happy that he's slow to anger because I can tell you yeah. myself yeah. that if he was quick, I'll probably be struck <laughs> already. We would all be stricken. <laughs> But no, facts, Camille. I, I agree with that. Um, 
and you know it's funny because I look at Ephesians four twenty six, right? Uh-huh. Where it says, "Be angry, but do not sin, mm-hmm. right? Or do not let the sun go down on your wrath, right?" Yeah. And we look at the this verse, and we can see that hey, it is a natural emotion. Like we said, it's a natural emotion. However, <laughs> the part that says, <laughs> the part that says. Don't let the sun go down on your anchor, friend. Help me with this, girl. This is, honestly, this is very difficult. It's difficult, especially, it's difficult when you hear this a lot, especially this um, part of the scripture with married couples. Oh, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. But honestly, it's difficult. (laughs) It's difficult, especially when someone has really and truly tried you. Like, they, they tried you. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so do you think for you, right, is it difficult for you to be like, I'm not going to let the sun go down on my wrath? (laughs) (laughs) Not wrath of Camille. I mean, so I do like to talk like within a relationship, I like to talk it out. So it is. In that regard, I think it could be resolved before we, before we, you know, before we go, before the sun goes down, before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it is challenging because not, not everything is resolved, you know, just right. like that. But I think mm-hmm. the concept of saying, okay, like wrath though, wrath is <laughs> like, I feel like that's an elevated level of anger. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. It is difficult because, like I said, it's not it's not resolved quickly sometimes in a, in, a, in yeah. a matter of hours. So to say the sun mustn't go down on it, like, wait, I'm still angry, Lord. <laughs> the sun is still going down. I'm angry. <laughs> I don't know if it's to be taken that literally, <laughs> but I don't it's know. A hard concept. Yes, I'm agreeing with you. It is. It is. Um. It is. I've. I've been in positions where honestly i don't really stay mad for long but i am someone it depends on who it is Mm -hmm. i am i'm a a person who detaches really quickly and so if it's somebody that i really don't necessarily have a close relationship with i'm like like, okay bye (laughs) all right it was nice knowing you but if it's someone that i truly care about i would like to fix it right and then they're like we need to talk like asap and me, I don't like to have conversations on the phone. I like to be in person because I like to look at people. I, have, I study body languages. <laughs> I study body languages. I study facial expression. I study. I study reactions. Mm-hmm. I study. I'm, I study everything. That's how I know when I can tell my friends. I tell them all the time. I know when you're lying. Like I can. I don't know. I just have this gift of discernment when it comes to that. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm really good at picking it out. Um, so yeah, um, I, it is difficult, but it's it's if we are modeling Christ, then hey, <laughs> this is what it is, right? But I like that right. you picked that verse because, like you said in the beginning, it says, "Be angry." Oh yeah, we know, right? You're gonna be angry, right. but in that anger, do not sin. So there we have we have that proof there that yes, it happens, but in that anger, it doesn't give you the right the right. <laughs> To act the fool, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. So, I know. I know. So we actually jumped because that kind of tied into what you said. Like you know, yeah. Jesus's anger is always like a righteous anger, mm-hmm. right? 
but in Colossians 3, 8, right? Mm -hmm. It talks about, it gives us a list of things that we need to cut off. And anger was number one. On the list. Right? Right. It's on the list. It talks about cutting off anger, cutting off malice, malice people. So if you're not talking to your sister in church, that's the one that you sit beside of. Yeah. The one that be falling asleep, yeah. You probably need to... Yeah, address that. The Bible says that we need to chill on that, right? Mm -hmm. So it talks about anger, malice, blasphemy, right? Mm -hmm. And it talks about filthy language from your mouth. Wow. Um. Yeah, we just got to cut that off. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought about, while I was reading that scripture, I thought about just like, how anger has a lot of like byproducts or like um like different emotions that is connected to this one emotion which is anger right for unforgiveness is something that is oftentimes um connected to um it's oftentimes connected to um anger bitterness is oftentimes connected to anger there's so many different things that are so many different emotions that are connected to this one thing that could turn into a big ball of confusion and heaviness and bitterness i cannot tell you how when you are angry especially with someone how much it drains you right yeah how much it drains you especially when you see that person and your spirit is like your spirit grieves and it taunts like trust me it's not a good feeling i've been there it's just not it i i can't i hate it i ain't going to you know lies <laughs> not it it's not it at all okay so friend there's this <laughs> there's this verse right in ecclesiastes mm-hmm. 7 9 and i think it's my favorite one from today because okay. it says control your anger for anger labels you a fool hey <laughs> I told you, the Bible be, like, dealing with us. It be like, the Bible says, angry labels you as a fool. And I think a lot of people sees that. Like, have you ever, like, seen somebody trip out and you're like, what is going on with you? Why are you acting a fool? Literally, we say that. (laughs) All the time. Right. And it says control it because when I'm reading from this verse, I read control your anger because when you lose control of your anger... You are labeled a fool. Mm. Yeah. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look. And it comes from when you allow it to consume you. I actually have a client who said that, Miss O, sometimes I cannot control it. Sometimes it controls me. And I was like, okay, let's, I just started working with him. Right. And I was like, okay, let's, 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 let's figure out what is happening Let's figure out how you respond and let's go into like some deeper things that may have, you know, contributed to this. But it is something that is real, guys. It's something that people are struggling with. And it's really, it's really painful, especially when you see children dealing with, you know, these emotions and they don't know how to control it or they weren't taught how to control it. Mm. So don't be labeled as no fool, (laughs) y'all. All right, friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about James, uh, one nineteen 
to 21. Okay. Is that what it is? I like, I like, I like 19 to 20. Right. Okay. Um, and it says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You know, when it addresses us as brothers and sisters, you know, they about to go in. It says, you must, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Right? It says, get rid of all the filth and evil in your life and humbly accept the word of God. The word God has planted in your heart for it has power to save your soul. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought about that, especially the part that says human anger does not produce righteousness. Yeah. And I thought about what you said earlier on when Jesus, when Jesus, you know, got angry. Yeah. He he was angry out of a place of righteousness and empathy Mm -hmm. for others right you know and the scripture also tells us that you know anger does not please god like the way we handle anger it does not please god though the fruits that it actually bears it does not please god the righteousness that we that is you know the righteousness that we are supposed to portray to the world um anger kind of sometimes pulls away from that so when we do turn up and we get mad and we get tight when others see us they're like but you were just preaching to me a while ago like how do i even look at you differently like i can't unsee what i just saw mm-hmm. like you were just legit turning up a while ago <laughs> and so it's it's harder to bring people to christ when we are and it's, and it's sad because you know, as Christians, we deal with these things, you know? Yeah. We deal with these things, and I think a lot of time people don't necessarily see that, and they don't necessarily empathize with us as Christians. They're just like, whoa, if you say you connected to God, that means you ain't got to deal with this no more. <laughs> oh, it is a misconception, no. you know? <laughs> Sometimes you get tested more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're like, oh, you oh, you get baptized? I watch me. <laughs> That's how the devil be creeping on us. Like, oh, that one is about to get baptized. All right. He assigned six different people, six different, whatever you call them, yeah. to a person. What do you call those? Um, What do you call his people? Satan. What do you call his people? <laughs> I was like, what? Is it? <laughs> Demons. Four. Evil angels. I don't know. Fallen angels. I don't know. Demons. Something. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um. So... You know, we just be mindful that, you know, when when we are angry, it does not produce the form of righteousness that God is pleased with. Yeah. You know, exactly. I think that is very powerful. Yeah. And um, we have this word, fool, <laughs> um, reappearing again. in Proverbs. <laughs> Once again, Proverbs uh, twenty nine eleven: a fool vents all his feelings but a wise man holds them back. Don't be led by emotions. A. <laughs> I mean, they say what it says. Um, I think that when you are led by your emotions, it oftentimes you just they go off. Like, you don't necessarily process things. You just like, uh-uh, this is how I'm feeling. And I, you know what I can't stand? Mm. I can't stand when people say, this is how I'm feeling, so I, I can't apologize for it. But, the way you felt could be wrong. How you reacted could be wrong. 
So you're going to say you're not going to apologize because that's how you feel. Um, do you know how many times I feel like I would want a million dollars? I didn't get it yet. <laughs> no, I do know what you mean. Sometimes people are like, well, I did that because, because I felt this way. It's like, well, I understand that you felt that way, but your behavior, feeling that way does not excuse the behavior exactly. that you presented in that moment. Exactly. Yes, we're still responsible for that and we can't let them leave. So, yeah. All right. So, guys, if you are a person who feels as if, you know, your anger maybe stir up like hurtful words or maybe, you know, it leads to you raising your voice or yelling or you know, destroying properties, um, you know, just go back to your manual. It talks about a wise man holds um, his words back or his feelings back. And I think that oftentimes we just live in the moment where you're lowing all the time. It's not, it's not cool. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Right. Um, let's go to another scripture which is found in proverbs you know proverbs have the gems proverbs chapter 22 verses 24 to 25 make no friendship with an angry man mm-hmm. and with a furious man thou shalt not go lest you learn his ways and you get a, sn- a sneer to thy soul Ooh, ain't nobody got time for that ain't nobody got time for that a snare to my soul, no thank you. Mm. No thank you. It, it, it shows that, you know, when it comes to, like, our company and when it comes to, like, um, you know, picking our friends and, you know, our partners and, you know, just the people we choose to associate ourselves with, we have to be intentional about that also. Like, yo, the Bible says you will learn their ways. And I know that sometimes... Some of us are able to, you know, like prevent ourselves from getting to that place where we are learning behaviors that are contrary to our beliefs and our faith. Mm. But oftentimes we can get lost in the sauce. And so the Bible tells us to be careful with those type of friendships. We're not saying that you cannot be friends with a person who is struggling with these things. But if it's something that is constantly happening, you might want to evaluate the situation and evaluate if this is a friendship that is worth going through or worth getting a snare in your soul for. I'm just saying. I mean, what's really worth that, though? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, you know. <laughs> but yes, guys, um, this is something. What do you think about what do you think about this last verse, though, friend? About, you know making like no friends with an angry person yeah i birds of a feather right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that snare to thy soul part has me so i'm okay yeah i don't have time for that (laughs) right i need my soul to be saved it's got important stuff to do in heaven so i no (laughs) no thank you right wait we have been friends for quite some times have you ever seen me angry (sighs) have i seen you angry yeah i've seen you i've seen you angry i've seen you frustrated by something someone said or something someone has done definitely yeah i've seen you but i've never seen you you know this is a compliment for you because i've never seen you lose control 
of your anger. Like you might be in the moment and I know you're angry because you because you leave or you walk away or uh, or you're silent, like you said. <laughs> but I've never seen you like I've never seen you go ham on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah. Um, Camille will be tight, but she, like, for me, like, if we are in, like, a similar situation, like, if we're in a, like, um, like, a same setting, Mm -hmm. and, like, I'm a person who is, like, somebody who maybe offends me, um, I'll be like, Camille, you probably need to address this, (laughs) or if it's something that has to do with, like, both of us, you know, sometimes people take jobs for no reason, Um, and so if it's something that, you know, both of us have to respond to, I'll be like, okay, Camille, you probably need to do this, because... You know, you do, the, you do that a lot. You do, you do. I do. It's like I do. I'll I'll just be you like, handle this. Yeah, I'm just going to. I I would. I will legit. If a person is yelling at me through a text, I'll be like, okay, I'm not responding to you. Like I will legit just leave you on red. <laughs> if you're on WhatsApp, I'll leave you on the blue tick. Let you know I read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen Camille angry either. Like I've seen you, of course, tight over something but never <laughs> i think we every time we we especially when we run each other we always end up at the maybe like 20 minutes after just laughing our guts off at what it is that bothered us like yeah previously yeah we're definitely good therapy for each other yeah we talk it out <laughs> something will be frustrating right. and we'll talk about it and i'll know you're angry but yeah. you know you get through it <sighs> So, guys, One Love Nation, we just have to learn how to bring that emotion under control. Yeah, we just have to. And, you know, anger goes hand in hand with this with another concept that we that we haven't really, you know, dealt with today. But that's forgiveness, because um, oftentimes anger is a result of something that was done to us. Right. So forgiving the wrong that has been done. um, We didn't talk about that. But in all of these cases, we have to pray. We have to pray to God that he will help us with our anger. Um, We have to get to a place where we can pray about that emotion and seek his help dealing with it and controlling it and bringing it into subjection because we have to. There is no other option. We have to bring things like that. We have to use the fruit of the spirit and self-control and everything. We have to bring it into subjection. So um, we hope that when you guys are feeling angry, that you'll find solace in a scripture or something, find a, a coping mechanism, find a way to bring your anger into subjection. Let us pray. Um, I think we we gave our listeners a lot of information um, mm-hmm. about, you know, this, this issue. Um, so let us pray that um, if there's anyone who is dealing with anger, or the emotion um, that they find refuge in Christ, they find refuge in their the Bible that they should you know consult their manual, um, that they're seeking the help that they need, that they're seeking ways to control it, um, that they are you know actively and intentionally seeking ways to improve that area of their life. That you just leave it to God and allow God to, you know, help them to deal with it. Yes. Okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you 
having just discussed anger and the importance of bringing it into subjection, Lord, we pray for the discipline to acknowledge and address our anger all without succumbing to it. We pray for the strength to forgive others. Uh, We know that we can't do it without you, Lord. Please help us to be daily examples of your love, your kind and forgiving love. I pray that we'll be mindful of how we speak to one another when angered. I pray that we'll be able to understand how to control our anger and that we will invest ourselves in learning effective ways um, to handle our anger. Lord, we see in your word the many guidance um, that you have given us about uh, the way we look when we succumb to our anger. And Lord, we always want to be good representatives for you. So we pray that you will uh, guide us and help us acknowledge when we're angered, know the signs, and know how to bring it into subjection. Lord, everything that we do is through you. We praise you and we thank you for your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. That has been episode 41. Thank you for tuning in once again. You know that we love you, and we're going to be here same time, same place. Next week. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, One Love Nation. Thanks for listening to the One Love, One Faith podcast. We love our listeners and we hope you will join us again next week. Please share the One Love, One Faith podcast and always remember that each day is an opportunity to show his love and grow your faith.